Welcome to episode two of the Zone Talk podcast. I'm your host, Jamel. I'm back with Devon, Rashad, Napoleon, and we're living good. I hope you guys are living well. Be here. And uh, happy holidays. Happy belated birthday to my guy. Thank you. Oh, Thank December, you. That's December that's 17th. Happy belated. Happy birthday, my brother happy Jamel. Happy belated birthday to Jamel, bro. Man, you know, 25, man. I'm 25. On the, getting on the wrong side of 25. I think it's time to grow up now. <laughs> yeah, man. So, yeah, um, man. Shout out to Juxy. If you guys heard the intro, that's Miami Vice by Juxy. Friend of the pod. Friend of the friend pod. Of the pod. Shout, shout out, shout out Jux, man. Had to get that downloaded on Spotify. You already know. Yeah. For real, for real. Shout yeah. out J.A. But it's week 15 of the NFL season. Uh, a whole lot of great football on tap this week, especially as we get one week closer to the playoffs. Uh, it's getting serious out there. So we wanted to give you a quick preview of our favorite matchups of week 15 and uh, tell you about some games that we think you should have your eye on going forward. You know, there are a few good games on and a lot of good games with some playoff implications. Um, but we can go right down the line. You know, the first game that we had mentioned uh, we think is going to be a pretty good one to watch is the Patriots and the Dolphins. Uh, now, who do you think is going to be the winner and loser of this game? Let's go around the room. Rashad, start us Yeah, off. so um, I think I'm going to go, first of all, let me say, um, as I've mentioned plenty of times, probably on the pod, is that the Pats can beat anybody in the NFL, but they can also lose anybody in the NFL. Um, on the other hand, you have the Dolphins. They're just coming off a tough loss against the Chiefs. Um, given that said, we know both teams are fighting for playoff positioning or even looking to get into the playoffs. So, um, obviously, this game holds huge implications for both teams. If they can win this game, they still m might be able to sneak into the playoffs. They would still, you know, have the dominance over the Dolphins in the AFC East, you know, Dom, I don't know if dominance. Dominance, is the, I mean, dominance is the correct. Dominance, yeah. I mean, <laughs> superiority, yeah. to at superiority, least, superiority at least yeah. to them because yeah. that two Absolutely. two division or conference divisional, yeah, divisional matchups. That if you beat them, I mean, you're the better team. So yeah, preventing them from being able to get over the hump, I know that would be really demoralizing for that team. Yeah, um, just from their perspective, I mean, obviously they, they would feel really good about having beat us twice on the year. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? So if we're able to, you know, not allow Miami to beat us and we beat them twice as a Patriots fan, I'll feel good about that. Yeah. And, you know, even though I'm a Patriots fan, I do personally think um, that the Dolphins will win this game. I feel kind of weary saying that just because we know Bill Belichick does really well against rookie quarterbacks. Um, we saw him put on a coaching clinic against Justin Herbert. <laughs> Um, who we thought, you know, might go in there and light up the defense. But uh, we know that Belichick is capable of creating a game plan to dismantle rookie quarterbacks, confuse them throughout the game, not allow them to get in a rhythm. And um, the Dolphins are a team that are ascending offensively at this time, and Tua is ascending. Uh, but more importantly, I think Tua is being able to make the reads uh, that he needs to make to have an impact and um, be able to – you know, get through some of the weak spots on the Patriots' defense. Ultimately, I don't think they have enough firepower offensively uh, with Devontae Parker and Mike Kosicki out, as well as the running back situation. Um, they're relying a lot on Lynn Bowden Jr. Uh, and then DeAndre Washington, I believe, is going to get the start for them. So I do think the Dolphins are going to win the game. Um, I can't say I'm confident in saying that, but I think I like the way two is playing. I think he'll go in there with the right mindset and – be able to put up a good game against a divisional opponent. Yeah, I don't yeah. think uh, I don't think Devontae Parker's been ruled out yet. Not for the um, not for the game, but um, I'm going with the I'm I'm going with the Patriots. Um, like I said last week, the uh, the Miami Dolphins have shown me nothing to to say that they can put up a bunch of points and and show their dominance on offense. They have a good defense. That's been backing up uh, 
Atua, who's been doing a good job game managing for them and um, winning winning tight games and 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 jumping out on teams early. Um, with that being said, I think they're gonna have to they're gonna have to stop the Patriots' rush attack. And you know, Cam Newton's been running the ball well. Damian Harris has been running the ball well. Um, Demir Bird and um, Jacoby Myers have been ascending as young receivers for the Patriots. Um, we went from seeing no production receiving to at least getting a spark out of these young guys. So I'm excited to see what they bring this weekend. That draft pick hasn't really worked out in favor. A of lot the of our receiver draft picks never worked out. Yeah, I was yeah. um. So yeah, I was I was just thinking. So Damian Harris actually is out for the game on Sunday. Is he, he? He's been ruled out. Yeah. So Sony Michelle's next in line. He just came back. That changes last everything. He, he, played la- he played last game. He, he actually, played everything. He well, played he last game. He, he had like what seventy yards. He played fairly well. Yeah. He played fairly well in that oh, game. Okay. He played. Um, and I stand corrected. Gesicki and Devontae Parker are both questionable. They're both, yeah. Um, I don't know if they're necessarily going to play. But Gesicki took a shot to the shoulder last week. Yeah, it looked pretty bad at first, but when he fell on it, it looked like it was pretty bad. Um, yeah, Devontae not- Parker. He went out after one catch. It was it, it was weird. I, I I don't know. They never really speculated on what happened, for the most part. But um, he's a big part of their offense. So. I think he's a big part of their passing attack, and if him and Gasicki aren't going to be a hundred percent, that's things that the Patriots defense can really take advantage of. And this is a a defense that, when they have their head on their shoulders, can be with the best of any defense in the NFL. Yeah, I know. Nap Nap mentioned he said that the Dolphins aren't really much of a threat on offense, but I don't I don't think it will be have to be that type of game. For the Dolphins be to put up points, I think it will be more of a game of field position. If the defense is able to get stops and early downs and force punts and get the ball in good field position, I think it will be more of that type of game. Um, the Patriots, I don't think they pose as much of a threat as they would have in the past or just to any teams currently in the NFL. Well, with them, they have the identity of a really good rushing attack. But for the Dolphins, I don't think – do we have to worry too much about putting up points? Um, the Pats have, have been doing – they haven't been putting up points consistently. We saw with the Rams last week, they only put up three. So I think um, – I don't, I don't think we'll need to see the Dolphins to put themselves in much of a position to score points. I think it will be more of a game of field position. I don't expect a high-scoring game. Um, so that's why – I don't know. This game can go either way um, depending on – which type of Cam Newton we get? Um, are they? Are is Josh McDaniels going to put him in positions to pass the ball? Probably not. Um, but if they have to pass the ball, um, is Cam not going to make those make mistakes in huge situations of the of the game? Um, but with the Dolphins, as I've said before, they're starting to establish a culture within that organization. Um, I like the Dolphins. I would say the Dolphins, they're already ahead of the Pats um, in the AFC race for a playoff spot. They have the Ravens trailing them for the seventh spot. Um, So the Dolphins have a little bit more to play for. Mathematically, the Pats are still in it. Um, Although the game can go either way, obviously, I'm just going to go with Miami. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I personally think Tua played is, I mean, previously, last week I had said Tua played his best game, but... I mean, you could argue that this game was his best game against the Chiefs, and I thought it was a great effort on their part. I mean, I know the game got, you know, was seemed like it was out of hand at some points, but for that offense to still continue to put up points, two or three for over 300 yards, had three touchdowns and an interception, and, um, you know, he didn't have Gesicki the entire time he had him for part of the game, uh, but was throwing to Lynn Bowden Jr. and Devontae Parker got hurt that game. So if either one of them are back, I mean, it would be similar to what he had last week. I think they could, uh, you know, put up some numbers against the Patriots defense. And um, they understand that this is an opportunity for them to get over the hump. I think the importance of the game, I think they understand it to an extent where not only is this important for this season, this playoff, 
But going forward, in terms of as you said, having the superiority in the yeah, AFC the East, the tone for the next yeah, who's going to set the tone season. next season? Who's so, the so my so my forward? question is this: Who does this uh, who's this game say more about? The Dolphins. The I, Dolphins. I, think. I said you, the Dolphins you would last think time. So. I think I think so as well. Capable of beating them. It's just like what's going to go on in this scenario, and I think the Dolphins. This is their prime to make a statement, and I, if they can make that statement, then it's good for them. I but just if they think, can't, then they're just the team that they are who we thought they were. Exactly, we are who we thought they were. We um, for for me, we all know that what the dynamic of that division has been. So, like Jamel said, we we need to know what Miami is about. This is a really good opportunity for them to show if they can get over that hump and to kind of get over that superiority that the Pats have had over them. Um, so that's why I'm taking Miami. I think they'll come out with more with more fire just, again, just because we know what that dynamic has been within that, within that division. Um, that Miami defense has been playing. Uh, the defense is good. So I don't – that's why I said before that the offense – the scoring points won't be much of an issue for either teams. Um, but – I think it will be a game of field position, and I will take Miami. Yeah, Xavier Howard's making his case for trying to be one of the best yep. corners in the NFL. Jamel, what do you think about uh, what do you think about Russell Wilson this week? How do you how do you, how do you think he'll go up against that Chase Chase Young and the boys from you know, Washington? You know, it'll be interesting. I it's crazy because you know Russell Wilson obviously started the season as an obvious MVP candidate. Um, and, you know, obviously DK Lockett, you know, contributed to that. But, um, you know, then he hit a little bit of a slump midseason. So it's tough to say, you know, where that Seattle team really stands. You know, how sturdy is that ship? And, and them going into this game against an ascending uh, Washington football team. You know, they're really finding their identity, establishing themselves and um, making it known that, you know, going forward, the NFC, uh, NFC East and the NFC as a whole, you know, they're going to be a team to be reckoned with. That defense, if they're able to, you know, maintain some of those pieces, Chase Young's going to be there for a long time. You know, they're going to be a team that's always going to be able to compete. So um, I don't know if they'll offensively they'll have enough firepower to keep up with the Seahawks this week. So it may not be in the cards for them. I think I'm going to go with the Seahawks. But um, do any of you guys, you know, think it might be an upset? Um, another one of those games, I will say that, if the Washington football team wins, it won't be as it will be a surprise, but I don't think it will be too much of a surprise, just given the fact that we know what they're capable of. They beat the best team in the AFC on primetime mm-hmm. television. Um, primetime. So I mean, we we know what they're capable of. I mean, the Giants beat the Seahawks. Um, so if the Giants really can do it, game. then I think Washington can do it. I think they're a better f- football team. Uh, no pun intended. Than the the Giants, <laughs> um, but yeah, I would I would take at the end of the day I would take Seattle. Um, Russell Wilson's playing late in the season, um, and he's just one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Simply, um, they don't have that on the other side um, in Washington. Um, so I'll take Seattle. Um, I'm interested to see how uh, how Dwayne Haskins mm-hmm. is going to play this week coming in. I'm going to um, too, I, I, with that being said. Yeah, for um, sure. I thought they pulled him quick at the beginning of the year. I, I thought they didn't really give him a chance to kind of – it was a short preseason, didn't have much time to gel with the guys. Um, I'm going to go with the Washington football team. Russell Wilson has had trouble this year, and we've seen from his offensive line that – he can get put under a lot of pressure, and, and he's yeah. been sacked a lot this year, and he's been putting a lot of plays where he has to escape and make plays. Now, that's when he's – you can say he's at his best, but when you got not a guy – well, not, like, not when you're under pressure with a guy like Chase Young and the way that he's yeah. been playing and the that way reminds that, me that front um, seven's been playing. The way I saw Russell Wilson play against the L.A. Rams, the way Aaron Donald and those boys were pressuring him, he was out there sweating harder than I had seen him sweat all season. And I was like, dang, he does not look comfortable. He doesn't look like Russell Wilson. He looks average. And, I mean, if the pressure can do that to him, then maybe Washington has a chance. But I'll still take Seattle in this game. I think Seattle, even though they're not the team that can 
possibly be in the Super Bowl. I think they're better than Washington. I think that they can win this game. I think the score will be around like 27 to 10. You know oh, what's wow. crazy? I was thinking of how, you know, early in the season, talking about Russell Wilson being an MVP candidate. He doesn't have an MVP vote. How can he not have one? And um, I don't know if he'll get one this year. He won't. You know, you know we, we know guys like uh, Mahomes and Rodgers are, I mean, are neck and neck. After Rodgers, I mean, Mahomes throwing uh, multiple picks in the previous game didn't help his case, but Rodgers has been lights out for the entire season. 39 touchdowns. I believe he has four interceptions, and, you know, he's on pace for— Well, well know, over 3,000 yards passing. Yep, he's on pace for, you know, almost 45 touchdowns on the year. I, I don't see how you don't give it to him if he continues at the pace that he's on, so— you know, that'll be an interesting MVP race to watch, but it's unfortunate, Russell. Uh, I don't think he'll be able to capture an MVP vote this year, at least not first place. No, definitely with the way that Seattle has been playing. Um, you talk about Aaron Rodgers. He's having one of the best seasons of his career. Yeah. Um, so this year he's throwing 39 touchdowns and, what, four picks? That's, yeah. that's pretty – I think last time he threw – Probably around the same number, same similar numbers were in 2016, I would say. I'm pulling up the stats now, but Aaron Rodgers is playing some of the best football of his career, not to mention who we talked about last podcast. He has Devontae Adams. Um, so I don't think there's any way that Wilson would get more votes than Aaron Rodgers. You look at where how both teams have been playing recently, the Seattle Seahawks hasn't been Winning the way they should have, As but they've, dominant, also, yeah. they've also lost to the Giants, so it's really hard to make a case for Russell Wilson. Um, but obviously we know what Russell Wilson can do late in the season, even into the postseason, um, which is where things will become a lot different. And I think you'll see in terms of his play, he may not be the regular season MVP, but he could possibly make some a lot of noise in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, yeah no doubt. That Seahawks team is definitely – um. Not to be reckoned with in the playoffs. You know, they're a team that has been there. They're experienced. Russell Wilson at the helm. Uh, when you need him to step up, uh, he's definitely one of those guys that is uh, able to put his money where his mouth is. So, um, so Rashad, you had the Seahawks. And Nap, you had the uh, Washington football team. Devon, who do you got? I also have the Seahawks. Because the Seahawks and I yeah, will take 27 the 10. We'll, we'll see if that comes 27 to 10. life. We'll see what happens. And speaking of Pat Mahomes, um, you know, great game. Keep your eyes on this week. Um, everyone should be tuned in. Is the Kansas City Chiefs versus the New Orleans Saints. Uh, battle of the great quarterbacks. Drew Brees is back. and uh, Maybe what, a little too soon. The great? Yeah. Uh, no, nah, I think it's uh, just right. I mean, I think I, so. I think last week would have been too soon. But I, I mean, the yeah. Ribs, what is uh, He had a um, vocal nine, lung. Nine broken ribs and a collapsed lung. Bro. And yeah. he's a what? That sounds crazy. He's approaching 40 years old. He, he, I think he's, he's over been, 40. He, yeah, he's, he's been out 40. for what now? Three weeks, I want to say. Three Just three weeks. weeks. It's only been three two, weeks. Two, 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 yeah. Nah, three weeks, it's yeah. too soon for me. In my opinion, it's too soon. I think what they were doing with Taysom Hill would suffice in this game. If they were to win this game, what? they would be able to win with Taysom Hill. If the what? things they bring to the table, the defense, the special teams, everything that they do, if they can... Put the pieces together to win. The quarterback would be okay if it was Taysom Hill. It doesn't have to be Drew Brees, see, especially if he's hurt. Nah, see, oh. I disagree because I think if they had Taysom Hill in this game, this is the game that he would probably get exposed. Absolutely, yeah. This is the exposure Absolutely. game for Taysom Hill. This is the game that so you, you rush you, in your played, old veteran. So no, that he but here's the thing. You've seen Taysom Hill like against less explosive offenses. He's going up against the, the most, most explosive yeah. offense potentially that we've ever seen. Hey, man, this is a game for my man Jameis Winston, man. High scoring, just let it fly. Go out there, you get up late, throw Jameis in, man. Yeah, Rashad, I mean, that, Rashad, nobody is uh, <laughs> talking about Jameis. That logic, I mean. Not not anymore. The, it's unfortunate. I don't know why the Saints got him. They, they weren't going to play him. That's what I'm saying. Like, why? We've been asking that question but, for Jameis a while. Spin. You know. We saw we saw a hiccup in in Miami last week where they go down 10-0 and then what do we see? Oh, Patrick yeah. Mahomes being an MVP candidate, Tyreek Hill being one of the best receivers in the league, the Chiefs clicking on all cylinders and there's no reason for me to think that they're going to lose this game. 
We got Drew Brees. We don't know what to expect from Drew this week. We got Deontay Harris out. Um, he's he affects the uh, the Michael the Thomas special. out. He is, he affects the specials and offense. Michael Thomas is out. He's he's their best receiver. I don't I don't know, guys. I I don't see the the Chiefs being. I mean the the Saints being able to score with the Chiefs under the circumstances that they they are this week, especially with um with Drew Brees coming back. Yeah. On short notice with with an injury like this. Also, we haven't we, we, we haven't seen the same Camara that we've been uh that we were used to when we had that even attack from Breeze. See, I think if I'm gonna give credit to Drew Brees and say that he's one of those quarterbacks where like Brady, he's a similar guy where regardless of who he has around him, I think he always has a shot to win the game for his team. And um, you know, you still have Kamara. Kamara hasn't been as effective in particularly receiving uh, with Taysom Hill at quarterback. But Drew Brees loves to target Kamara outside, out the backfield. And he understands the implication of this game. Honestly, this is a team he would see in the Super Bowl. So I think the sense of urgency is there by the entire Saints football team. They know it's at stake. Um, you know, uh, the Chiefs are walking in there like Thor. And <laughs> and the Saints got to find a way to kind of knock them down and, you know, make everyone r- remind them that they're human and uh, this is still a beatable football team. And um, I don't know if this is going to be be the week they do it, but I definitely think they can be up there and put up some points on that defense. Yeah. Um, I don't think with Drew Brees coming back off of an injury that was expected to take longer, wasn't it? Um, him coming back, we don't know what he's going to look like. We don't know even know how he's feeling. Um, we just know that he – is gonna play, um, but I we have don't to know. assume if the guy's like over forty. He, with the exactly, that's injuries, what I'm saying. Like, you took, and you're going so up. We don't, and, we, don't know, we don't even know. Yeah, man, yeah, and you're going like up it. against Chris Jones this week. It's like, I haven't, it's not like you're going up against a, a, a some slap dick D, D line. You're going up against some guys that really really get pressure on their pass rush and really have quarterbacks sweating. And I don't think it's going to be a good look. And I'm interested to see what happens after that first QB hit. So you think it'll be a blowout? No, 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 no. By, by no means. Because I, I, I see the Chiefs why, putting up at least 30 points. That's why I said. Putting, and I see the Saints putting that's up why at I least said, this is the game. This is the game for Jameis Winston. That's why I said that. Um, Jameis is going to let it fly. I mean, if you're up that by that many points or if the Seahawks or the, sorry, the Chiefs, Coming out, putting up points. I mean, I don't know. I mean, but I don't know. Throw, if, I don't know if Taysom Hill is the guy. Is the next man up? I, I mean, don't think Taysom Hill or Jameis is the guy. I think Breeze is the guy. He's always been the guy for that team. Yeah. In the I big mean, games, he's always been the guy they relied on. No need to go away from that. If he's back, and I'm assuming he's taking the time to see if he's healthy. He's, he's got a family healthy. to worry about. <laughs> He's I mean, healthy. nobody's healthy. It's the yeah. NFL. It's week 15. <laughs> also, know this game Everybody's 70%. <laughs> this game doesn't hurt the New Orleans Saints playoff implications. So that's why I don't see why rushing. But do you think he, that's why there. I don't even think he's rushed. I think he took that, his time. That simple yeah. fact. I mean, I, well, not only that, I mean, just looking at, you know, some of the reports that I've seen online, it's like maybe last week, if he came back, it would have been rushed. But at this point, yeah, it sounds the injuries sound crazy. Don't get me wrong. I'm not going on the football field with a punctured lung. Period. Right. You probably wouldn't see me for the rest of the season. But I mean, it's different. These guys have top tier medical staff. You know, they probably inject yeah, inject vibranium into his bones, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, for real. We don't know. We don't know what's happening over there. Yeah. I'm taking the Chiefs. Yeah, I'm rolling. I'm rolling with the Chiefs, man. Um, yeah, I'm gonna take the Chiefs. That, that's the good... Who are you taking? Um, I'm definitely taking the Chiefs. I mean, they just have. A more solidified attack coming in, and I think that yeah, without question. Is there any real threat to the Chiefs this year? I mean, just the threat of you know that when you enter a game, you can be beat. <laughs> Other than That's that, true. they're the best team. That's I true. mean, but you know, if they're going up against a team that can score points, they have to be aware that we're gonna have to score our points, and our defense is gonna have to make some plays in order for us to win. But they're they're the favorites for me. They're the favorites, the team that I think in the AFC that can give them the biggest um, kind of pushback would be the Browns. The Browns have a great rush, um, have a great pass rush. Their offense has been clicking. They're a team that can control the game with their rush attack. And those are things that 
typically you you see can hurt the Chiefs just like last year in the playoffs where, you know, the time of possession was crazy, but the Chiefs ended inevitably made the uh, comeback in the end due to just having such a high-powered offense and just so many weapons. But I see a defense on the, uh, across from them if they're playing the Browns that puts a lot of pressure on Mahomes, makes him a lot more uncomfortable than the rest of the pass rushing that he's seen most this season. And then on top of that, you got guys like Nick Chubb and, and, and Kareem Hunt who are just a one-two punch that no team wants to have to go up against on a week-by-week basis because you're just getting two different running backs that bring two different things to the game on the week, and on a week-in and week-out basis. They can control the tempo of any given game when they're used correctly. Yeah, I think, um, Devon, you made a statement earlier, but, uh, you know, that backfield, just having Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt being the two different runners that they are, kind of seems like that poetry in motion that you were talking about. Um, you know, having one guy where a defense can try as hard as they can to key in on someone and stop them and try and eliminate them from the game and having another runner who is just as talented in the backfield and outside of the backfield if you want to line him up as a receiver um, to come in and try and stop that threat. I mean, that's a lot to handle for any team. Um, the Chiefs' defense will definitely have to be on their toes uh, against a team like the Browns. It'll be a matter of Baker. Um, you know, Baker be able to – he doesn't even have to play exceptionally well to beat them. I think it kind of matters on Baker, uh, the defense, um, and then just getting that running game going if the Browns were to be that threat. Baker will have to play exceptionally well if they have to pass the ball because the Chiefs are going to put up points. I don't envision the Browns being – but the I, Browns can run the football. That's what that's I'm saying. The if the Browns end up running for like 200 yards, I, under, I understand then he that. Can't score all those. Points. I understand that. If they're but eating up the clock. That's the way they could beat them. I see that. But you know, if I think those teams were to match up, you could give me the Chiefs. Yeah. Of yeah. Course. Well, that's the easy answer. But yeah. what the question was: there a team that you can see that can give them? They have the threat definitely they're, they're, because of their running thing is attack. They have they're in the AFC. They are the biggest. They are the threat to the Chiefs. The the other teams, the Steelers, plagued by injury and by bad offensive line, they can't run the ball right now. Um, who who else are we talking about? The I was Bill, the Bills, a very a very good football team. Um. You could argue that the Bills would be. A, you could you could argue the Bills. I, the that that that's one that I wouldn't skip past too quickly. I just don't have the same belief in teams like the Tennessee Titans this year as as opposed to last year, or the Baltimore Ravens this year as opposed to last year against the Chiefs. You know what I mean? The Chiefs are just now. At this point, they're a well-oiled machine. Yeah, yeah. They're in motion, and they're ready for whoever's yeah. going to be put in front of Your them. Your offense has got to be kicking on all cylinders to be able to even keep up with them, let alone win a game over them in which you have to score more points. Um, so typically, most teams aren't able to necessarily um, rely on that on such a consistent basis, uh, obviously making the Chiefs the favorite. Um, and we'll see what happens. You know, Pat Mahomes looks poised to – run this league for the next 15 or so years. and um, With a lot of money. With a whole lot of moolah. A whole lot of money. A whole lot of money. And, um, you know, but one of our next games we think everyone should keep an eye on is uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Atlanta Falcons. Now, I know you're thinking, why do you want to watch a Falcons game? Um, <laughs> especially when they're not in the playoffs. Well, this does have playoff implications for the Buccaneers. And... Uh, I'm curious as to see how this Buccaneers offense gets it together. They're supposed to be a competitor in the NFC. And, you know, they're looking like a team that's going to get bounced early if they don't pick it up, pick up the slack. Well, I will say that for this game, I am picking the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, simply, they're the better overall team. They What's there, obviously, um, thus far, we know who the Atlanta Falcons are. Um they have a lot to work on. They switch coaches. They're a team rebuilding in that facet of the of the game. Um, but as far as the Bucks long term down the line, um, I think there are still some things in question. Um, for me personally, I don't believe that Tom Brady utilizes the skill set of his receivers. Um, so I think with the Buccaneers, they can sometimes get 
caught up with that with with that because the identity of their offense. Do they want to pass the ball? Do they want to run the ball? Um, a lot of the times, I think the game is dependent upon the the throws that Brady makes. Um, so I think deep down um, in the playoffs, it will it will come down to that. Um, is Brady going to make those throws? Um, is he going to utilize the the skill set of his, his of his receivers fully? Um, but sometimes you don't know what you're going to get with the Bucks. Are they going to feed Ronald Jones and get Leonard Fournette going, or is are they going to come out throw the ball? And and it's a matter of how accurate is Brady? How how is he going to do throwing those deep balls? Uh, for me with Tom Brady, um, as I've mentioned, is his, the way he throws the deep ball. A lot of the times when I see him play, he's not hitting on those shots um, with the receivers that he has, um, which is why I said. With the the Bucks, you don't know what you're gonna get um, because you have those receivers, but I personally don't feel like they're being utilized to their their maximum potential. Um, yeah, I and feel like you're just blaming Brady for everything, man. I'm not. I'm not blaming Brady. Brady's the goat. You're absolutely blaming Brady. I'm not blaming. You just him. said it's Brady's fault he's not maximizing his receivers. <laughs> well, I mean, I think he could do a better job. I don't. I don't think he's doing that fully. I think he why has 30 touchdowns and over 3000 yards passing what more does he need to do I'm I'm like I said it's simply the, the simply the fact of him the passes that he throws to his receivers I think he can do a better job utilizing them Yeah but the games that they have lost have not been because he's not getting his receivers in the end zone it's been because uh, the other teams have been putting up 30 points and scoring right there with them Well what happened in the Saints game <laughs> The Saints and on Sunday Night Football, everyone thought that was going to be a really close game, but it was the complete opposite. But all I'm saying is that I we don't know what we're we're going to get uh, from from that team just for the simple fact of are they going to run the ball or when they do throw the ball, how successful how successful is Tom Brady? I don't know. They have been winning, but is that going to be able to sustain in the playoffs? When it matters, yeah, it's very true. And I mean, they the Buccaneers did play poorly in um in both games essentially. Now, I think part of the blame is on Bruce Arians, though. That's my only problem. I don't think everything is on Tom Brady. I think how they're trying to run that offense is a fault in itself. I don't think they've coordinated enough uh, between the coaching staff and the players to really determine how we can get the most out of this offense with this team giving, you know, the players that we have in place. Now, the Bucks have a solid offensive line, but Brady still has to get the ball out very quickly. He still takes a lot of hits at quarterback. So when you're talking about getting the deep ball, to set up the deep ball, so many things have to go right. And not only do you need to have somebody who can hit on it, and Brady hasn't done that well this season, don't get me wrong, but it's not as simple as just having a deep ball and just, you know, that just makes the offense go as easy as it you know sounds, it's just not as easy putting it together and making it happen um, as I think it might look when we see guys like Pat Mahomes doing it or something. So I think most of us are taking the Buccaneers for that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take the Buccaneers. Um, the Falcons have shown me nothing. You know what happened to Todd Gurley, man? <laughs> it's um, it's kind of. You know, it's so unfortunate. Unfortunately, Todd Todd's knee is just it's just not a hundred percent. He told us on the podcast or the episode that he had with Cam and the Big and, Trust uh, podcast. Yeah, all those guys. He told us that he was Cam and Jordan, good. He's, Mark Ingram. He's feeling better. He's feeling, but he's back home. It it was good to hear, and he's done well in the red zone, but. You know, as a every down back and as a guy that we once saw as a, this NFL MVP back, we we haven't seen much from him this year. It, it, it just looks like he's hurt when he's running the ball. It just doesn't look like he, a 26-year-old should be looking yeah. that hurt when he's running the ball. And it's crazy that you could be so young and have injuries that kind of hinder you uh, so much. I mean, I was looking at uh, the previous Super Bowl. Um, uh not only the Super Bowl, but just the season when the Rams went to the Super Bowl and Todd Gurley was just running like a horse. Uh, you know, he was getting to the edge. He was running through through tacklers. And, um, you know, it's crazy to think how far he's fallen since that point. 
it being only three or so years ago. Um, but, you know, at least he's, you know, getting his touchdowns, getting in the end zone and getting paid ultimately. Yeah. Get your money, man. Yeah. All running backs need to get guaranteed money. Yeah, you were mentioning that. You know, I think that's uh, a good take as well. I mean, obviously the owners would never, but um, yeah, that's the perspective I was seeing. I was like, man, they would be like, <laughs> that would be guaranteed. That'd what? be a gift if they wanted to do that. It would, and, uh, be, it would be good for the running backs. I mean, they take the the most beating. They get tackled what. 25, 30 times a game, potentially. Yeah, I mean, they are they're playmakers. taking hits they're even when they're not getting too. carries. Yo, not only that, but you're also talking about guys who are, like, the stars of the franchises. Like, when they're in the town, ta- like, people know the running back and they know the quarterback. Yeah. Like, I'm sure if you're in Minnesota, you know Dalvin Cook. And you probably like Dalvin Cook more than Kirk Cousins. So, like, Derrick Henry. Like, those guys are, are studs. And so... Yeah. It's unfortunate that we have a system with the NFL where it's like, you know, running backs typically aren't going to get paid what, um, you know, they're worth. But, you know, time because and time again. It's, it's because of injury. I mean, yeah, time and time again, it's it's proven why. Why why the system is the way it is. Yeah. Um, so, unfortunately, I, you know, I don't think that guaranteed money is coming anytime soon unless your name is Derrick Henry. And, um, <laughs> yeah, and you're just built like a cyborg. But, uh now, looking at the a, uh, the playoff picture, um, as we wrap up, obviously we got the Chiefs in the one seed in the AFC, and then we have the Packers and the Saints at 10-3 and three, uh, with the one and the two seeds. Um, going down the line in the AFC, we have the Bills, the Titans, the Browns, the Colts, and then the Dolphins. In the NFC, we have the Saints after the Packers, uh, the Rams, the Washington football team, the Seahawks, the Bucks, and the Cardinals. Uh, you think this playoff picture stays the same, guys? Any upsets that any of you guys see? Nap, Rashad. Yeah. Before we got on, I was talking about the seven seeds, which is who? Which is Miami. Um. So Miami, obviously, they have a matchup with the Pats, um, along with the Ravens being at the eighth seed. Um, that is some. That is a change that I can see within those standings. Um, the Bills are playing in a division where they are. They have the the Bills. Sorry, the Dolphins are in a division where they have to play the Bills and the Pats. Um, and the Ravens already finished the toughest part of their schedule. Their remaining schedule is are the Jags on Sunday. Um, they have the Giants, and they also have the Bengals, I believe, right? So, I mean, Miami has to win out, um, but it's tougher for them um, compared to the Ravens. So, I think we'll see that change in the seventh seed. I don't know exactly how mathematically how it would work out if the Dolphins or any other teams before them, how that would kind of shake it up. Um, but at least at that seventh spot, I can see that changing. Um, so Miami has to play their best football from here on out. Um, Basically, you telling Miami fans to watch their back because Miami has Baltimore's to. Miami, up. Miami. All I'm saying is, if they want to make it, they have to play their best football. Um, they can't lose. Um, and really, that's what I have for the, the AFC standings. Yeah, be be aware of the uh, Los Angeles Rams jumping the Saints potentially this week with the loss to the Chiefs. Um, I think if the the um, Rams beat the Jets, which is very likely. They'll jump to ten and five. Uh, ten and four, five. Ten and four. Ten and four. Along, um, and but I, the Packers are playing. I think the Packers. Panthers tonight. Uh, since we're recording on a Saturday, and um, I'm assuming they're gonna get that one tonight. So the Packers would keep the one seed, but the Rams would jump the Saints. Yeah, to I'd take like, that two seed. So, so that's something to be aware of. Um, it's weird. It's weird with the Rams. They 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 lose two divisional games to the Forty ers and um, drop a close game to the Bills, drop a close game to the to the Dolphins, and then they look really good in these other games against other teams. And you think, wow, why aren't we talking about this team as much as we're giving all these other guys credit? You know what I mean? They have the two best defensive players in football. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it's scary because, I mean, their defense is so good. And it, it is 
it feels like Jared Goff is kind of we just want some consistency out of him absolutely more than anything at this point um I think the defense is playing well but you know they have had some slip-ups uh overall just as a team where it's like all right like what's going on here um but otherwise you know I think that running game they found their their guy in Cam Akers you know he's been balling if you have him in fantasy I commend you you're probably uh hopefully you're still in the playoffs and if you are I'm sure you're advancing to the next round with him against the Jets this week. Um, at least I'm hoping so. And uh, But, yeah, that's a very good team to bring up. Uh, you know, the Rams are a serious threat in the NFC. The only thing I will say about the Rams is that they are a phenomenal football team. They're well coached. Um, like you said, Jared Goff, I think with the Rams, is their defense is exceptional. They have two of the best players on defense on their team on that side of the ball. Um, I think what it comes down to is simply Jared Goff. Um, I think Sean McVay does a great job of putting that offense in the best position to succeed. They're not asking much of Jared Goff, but when they do need to put up points, um, if they have to shy away from identity, if they go up or if they go down, sorry, if they go down in the game, um, if they're needing to pass the ball, I think that's where it becomes a concern. I think, for most people, that would be the only concern with the Rams. Um, but I think Sean McVay is doing an exceptional job um, keeping that offense together. Um, he's not asking much of Jared Goff because obviously they're running the ball and doing a bunch of jet motion and passing and rolling out um, short passes. Um, so I think he's playing. He's playing chess. Sean McVay's playing chess on on offense. He's controlling the clock. He's running the ball. He's wearing out defenses. Um, and when Jared Goff needs to pass um, I don't think it's you're asking him to throw the the difficult pass or you know any of the top quarterbacks have to make um, so I think they have a really good system there um, yeah I think uh, Sean McVay like you said does a really good job of making sure he puts Jared Goff in a position to to make it easy for him to see the game he wants it to make it as simple as possible for him and and when he does that Jared Goff is able to capitalize he is a talented quarterback. We've seen him have some really good games. Uh, so not to say, um, you know, he isn't a good player, but he has shown to be inconsistent when he has too much, when he's relied upon too much in that system. Exactly. Um, so by being able to take the load off with Cam Akers, having guys like Cooper Cup to rely on in the slot, and, um, you know, Robert Woods as well, who both have, you know, looked apart in um, earning the money they got. Um, you know, those are some of the most consistent receivers uh, in football. So um, I think that, you know, they look good going forward. Uh, now this Steelers team, I, I personally think, I'm going to tell you guys this now, that the Steelers are going to lose in the first round. I also said that. Yeah. Um, I tweeted that too. First, let's say if the playoffs started, let's, let's start with this. If the playoffs started today, first, who, are, who would the Steelers have to play? The playoffs started today, the Steelers would play the Dolphins. The first game, first round. Yep, that'd be so, a very competitive game. What do, what do we think of that game? Let's let's say that's let's, a battle of the defenses. So is are you saying that the Steelers would get bounced for that game, or what do you think? What would what would happen in that game? I I, I mean I think momentum is a real thing too. I think how the Steelers end the season uh, will play into how uh, things go in the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I could see the Dolphins winning that game for sure. I, the playoffs are a different beast, so I, it's hard to just say, like, yes or no, they would win. I definitely think the Dolphins, if they continue their ascension, as I mentioned earlier, you know, Tua had his best game last week and then had enough to top that and had his best game uh, most recently against the Chiefs with over 300 yards passing. And I think this goes back to why the Dolphins made that switch at quarterback in the first place. You know, they did it because they said, look, if we can get those duds out of Tua and he starts rolling towards playoff time, this is not a team or a quarterback you want to see um, in that first round. Now, he doesn't have the weapons around him right now, which I think is the key part there, which I think is where the Steelers would be able to take that from them. But I think it would be a hell of a game and very competitive, to say the least. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I, I think that would be a good matchup. Um. I just don't like the way that the Steelers have been looking in recent weeks, and I think even worse with um with the with the season winding down, if they drop any of these last few games, um the Bills will jump ahead of them, 
and then they'll have a real tough matchup going up against the Colts in the first in the first round. And and that's a team I think they really don't want to see that's been clicking on defense a lot. And their offense has been high powered with Philip Rivers, Rivers has been coming along for sure. Phil, Philip Rivers is proving to us, you know, like he may he may be a little older, but um but he, he, he still he still can ball with the best of them. Yeah, that Colts team is. I feel like that's a team that is primed to get bounced in the first round. Though. The they're, they're, no, they're a team to get to to. They're a team that looks better than than I think. What they are, they are. Yeah, yeah. They but kinda, but I, I can see I can see them. You know, making going into yeah, the no, second they, round that, and that defense is uh not to be messed with. They're serious on defense, so I think that's what's. I mean, you know, that's how they've sculpted their team up until this point. They relied on that run game. Jonathan Taylor is showing out. Uh, he plays against the Texans this week. Expect him to have 200 yards uh, or something like that. Um, with them breaking bottom three in the league in rushing defense. So, if you have him on your fantasy team, shout out to you. Because uh, hopefully you get the win. I've been thinking about this lately. Uh, at this point, right now, who's your Super Bowl matchup? Rashad, I'll start with you. Who, if you had to choose right now, if you had to bet... Bet your life, life earnings or whatever. Bet your son's on, first name <laughs> on who the, the who, on on the matchup. Who do you think the two teams would be right now? Um, I like the Chiefs in the AFC. Um, we have the Packers. We have the Saints. We have who else do we have? I would say the Rams. I would say the Rams. Rams and Rams and Chiefs. I like what I've been seeing from the. From the Rams, um, as I've said before, that defense is top tier. Um, you have two of the two all pros and the best at their position. I mean, what what more can you ask for? Three. Um, three. <laughs> I mean, if I wanted yeah. more, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What but, do you um, think? What do you think, Jamal? Um, so I think uh, I'm gonna double down on my Packers take because I think the the Packers and the Chiefs. I think uh, that would be a hell of a matchup to watch. And honestly, seeing Aaron Rodgers go up against Pat Mahomes, whoo, that would be that's dope. tough. That would be dope. I think Pat Mahomes. I think I would. I would feel like the Chiefs would win, but I feel like Aaron, that would be the game where Aaron Rodgers is like, "Nah, y- y'all forgot who I am. Y'all forgot why y'all called me one of the best yeah, quarterbacks yeah. to ever play this game." <laughs> I know it's been ring. a while since I won my last ring, but yeah. don't forget. I'm, I'm, like I'm a god out here. I'm still like that. We, <laughs> we about all that action. Devon, uh, yeah, what, you you think, had, Devon? what are you thinking? I'm thinking Chiefs out of the AFC in the easy pick, but I really believe that they're going to come out of the AFC. I don't see anyone threatening them. Out of the NFC, though, the Rams, you know, I really think they have the potential to make it to the Super Bowl, but I think that Aaron Rodgers is coming. Think Aaron Rodgers is here? I think he's coming. See, I have a different view on this. See, I think that Aaron Rodgers is here, and it's been a great year, and I I believe he should win the NFL MVP. But I think we get the real matchup that we've all been waiting for. I think we get Brady versus Rodgers in the NFC Championship. And Brady. I'm excited to watch. And, 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 and I see Brady Ooh. taking him down, and I see the Chiefs playing the the Buccaneers <laughs> and the. In the in the um, Chiefs Bucks in the Super Bowl, you see, you see the Chiefs. That, that would be the Buccaneers. That would be crazy for Brady's legacy if he if he somehow brings the Buccaneers after we know what happened this offseason, the ending of yeah the season. Yeah, that um, would be, that would be first year. I think the storyline for that would be something you could only you know script in a movie. Um, if that does happen, oh, that you would know be the dope. documentary is that would be making. dope. <laughs> I, I mean, that would be dope. I think a lot of people would want to. Who wouldn't want to see Tom Brady in the Buccaneers in the Super Bowl? Um, I just seen. think the match at the real Super Bowl would be watching Brady and Rodgers go up against each other because, you know, it might be one of the last times, last times we could ever experience. We, we can experience yeah, that like yeah, at, yeah. At, at a high level. At that level. Yeah, for sure. Sure. At this level. Like at, their pedigrees are established. We're talking These guys about, yeah. are Hall of Fame. Both guys threw yeah. for over 3,000 yeah, yards, yeah. over over 30 touchdowns. and Over 40. Or, yeah, that or, NFC. Oh, Aaron Rodgers is like 39 yeah. or something. Yeah, that so, NFC championship yeah. would be like wild. 34 or yeah, something yeah. like that. Oh, man. Yeah, those would be um, some. Uh, yeah, so so it, it it would be right now for me, I, I like the I like the Bucks. I like the – I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I feel like the Bucks and Chiefs would – 
because I feel like the route for the Bucks in the playoffs would be a lot different because I see the I see the Packers getting that first round bye. So I see the Chiefs going up. I see the Chiefs playing against like the Cardinals or something in the first round. And then the um I see the Bucks taking out the Rams. You know what I mean? I said the Chiefs, the Saints, the Saints playing the Cardinals. Yeah, man, but it's going to be an eventful week uh, in week 15, to say the least. Um, you know, a lot of good games are on, but those are our games of the week. Those are the ones that we think you should keep an eye on. But stay tuned. We do have another pod dropping this week. Uh, so keep an eye out on our socials at Zone Talk Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, to take you guys out, we're going to play a little joint by Super Smash Bros., Alejandro Blanco and Wiz Dakota. Top speed, download it on all platforms. I'm the type of make a move and don't nobody know. You don't gotta hide it if you wanna let it show, girl. All I need is any with a little bit of dope. Soon as I get them both, you know I'm all ready to go, yeah. Never mind them rookies, baby, come fuck with the pro. We can do it faster, we can do it slow. Never mind them knocks, yeah, leave them at the door. I know what your spots like, I've been there before, yeah. I left my main hoe, now my son, my main hoe. Jigga chain clothes, live exquisite, they know. Performing plain clothes, get the bag and race home. Ain't got time for lame hoes or any of you lame hoes. Riding something for him, riding in that Zane low. Rich or poor, I'm still gonna live by the same code. Off the throne, it's hard to think how I got home. I'm at the mall shopping, but I think I got those. I got drugs up in my system, I might go off. Hey. Quarter on the beat, I told him go off. I ain't never been the type to show off. And I ain't never pressed, don't make me go off. Eh. Okay, I want a deal, but they be robbed. But still, my bike crib from north up to prosper. Speak kill these niggas, bite me hard. I feel like ho. They feel these niggas flex too hard. They care about hoes for real. Yeah. Top speed, OD, low key on me. Top speed, OD, low key. Shorty won't get drafted, but I'm only trying to blaze her. 20 out of 10 every single time I raid her. Probably got a hundred on the dash just like a racer. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah. I'ma go top speed. I'ma go top speed. Yeah.